Welcome to Winning Is Not Everything, where we bring sanity back to youth sports by focusing on character development, effort, and sportsmanship, not rankings and trophies. I'm your host, Sean Jensen, former NFL reporter, children's book author, and youth sports coach. You may have a lot of opinions about David Baird, but there's something undeniable about him. Stay tuned to find out in part four of our conversation with the Scottish soccer coach. I appreciate that David Baird shared his opinions on a range of topics, including some input that may offend some soccer leaders here in the United States. But I found something so refreshing in speaking to him. David Baird is passionate. I hope you'll enjoy hearing him share about the heart behind scoreboard soccer, but also his wonderful words of wisdom for parents and young athletes. Enjoy part four of my conversation with coach David Baird. What I loved about the book as a coach is it's so specific. You know what I mean? It, it's so straightforward with the diagrams and the explanations and variations that you can do. I mean, just for me as a, as a coach, I mean, I'm more into the interpersonal part of the game. You know, the connection with the young people, developing them, you know, the, the stuff that you're saying, play and praise. I love that, right? That's yeah. my embrace of the game. But because I sort of came into coaching maybe a little bit later, certainly long after after you did. And, and I really just came as a volunteer coach because my son's team needed somebody to coach, right? I mean, they're just nobody else was volunteering. And so I just did it so he could have a chance to play. And I think my weakness is specifically this, right? It's like, okay, I'm fine with the interpersonal. I'm fine with the motivating and the encouraging. But what are the actual things that I can do during the course of our 90-minute practice? And so here is a playbook with some wonderful ideas at, at many different ages that provide it. And again, it's just so clear. And you can tell that they're just fun, right? I mean, obviously, some of the games are for little kids. But, you know, later in the book, there are more complex games that I think older kids certainly could uh, gravitate toward and, and find uh, fun in. So yeah, I think it's a, a very refreshing book. So congratulations. I love hearing how all that came together. I can't believe all this happened during the pandemic, but what's that one big like wow moment for you over the last two and a half years? What, what's been that wow moment for you? Um, yeah, it, it's probably been around scoreboard soccer because I'm I'm really comfortable with it in, in a soccer arena because that's when I use it and I, I, I know the power of it if, it, if it's okay to, to have confidence in my own idea you know I know that if you're a volunteer coach as you were touching on there it's really simple for you because all we're saying is we'll put them into teams if you have 12 kids you know four teams of three let them play and catch them doing good you know whatever you praise that's what you're going to get all good communication Sarah come for a shot at the scoreboard all your players are now trying to communicate oh uh, you know don't worry that you missed that tackle well done for trying come to the scoreboard they're all going to try and do something to impress you and, it, and for a volunteer coach it, it will keep order it will keep fun as long as your scoreboard's fun that's a big part of the educational piece around it you know players need to be motivated to, to go there uh, and that's why so many of the best scoreboards I've seen have been designed by kids you know you give them that ownership I, I know the, the benefit it has in a, a sporting arena if you're a volunteer coach 
Uh, let them play, catch them doing good. Play and praise will give you a good environment to start with. But if you're an experienced coach, if you've been coaching for 10 years and you have all the badges and you've did a lot of reading, then there's actually an extra layer to scoreboard soccer. That yes, you're taking Sean to the scoreboard, but all you're actually doing is pulling him out of position and now there's coachable moments on the pitch. You know, how do we take advantage of a four against three attacking overload? How do the three delay the attack of four until Sean gets back in position? There's loads of really quite complex coachable moments within it and that's what I'm comfortable with but the kind of light bulb wow moment was when I started to share these in the soccer arena and they were coming back in other arenas hockey coaches saying this is brilliant you know we can really really use this for our, our field hockey and I'm like wow I've, you know they're showing me things I haven't haven't seen before handball is very very similar essentially any invasion games that you can play small versions of you, you can add a scoreboard to it disability coaching as well you know some coaches feeding back to me that it can be very hard to get content that, that works for certain disabilities and, and, and taking pictures and sending clips of but they're really really enjoying this they're really really enjoying this because it's so specific to uh, individual players you, you know whatever someone is trying their best to do lined up with their own ability you can praise that and you can reward that effort we know that David's maybe not going to take on 10 players and score a goal but if he keeps working towards that you praise that we know that Sean can take on 5 players and score a goal so we're waiting until he takes on 6 before we praise it you know we line up praise with their ability so that was the kind of wow moment you know we, we have a really big growing culture in Scotland around walking football I'm not sure how much, how popular it is in, in the United States yet um, but essentially when you get maybe over 60 and you start playing football but you're not allowed to run that's the only rule you know we do walking football really popular great social aspect for the elder um, ladies and gentlemen that, that, that play it and I had you know great feedback from someone who ran a walking football program to say well if you coach children one week you might do a lot focused on you know shooting the ball or tackling for the ball or passing and moving and there can be quite a lot of variety in training sessions our walking football session we've been going for years and we only ever show up and put on the bibs and all we do is play you know it's the same session every day um, because they're not children it's just games but there can be a little bit of monotony can come in there so what we did with these you know 16 70 year old uh, it was a, a men's program what we did with these 16 70 year old gentlemen we added one of your fun scoreboard games and it just was such a laugh for them it was such good fun you know it, it kind of made them feel like kids again which is never a, a, a bad thing so that's been the the really really nice moments but the, the biggest light ball moments are always when you see a new scoreboard they're, they're just they're just fantastic you know so I've got the kind of tried and tested ones Connect Four Finding Nemo Crossbar Challenge they're all in the book the ones that I do a lot and I know they work really really well then you get the coaches to try and design some of them and some of the ones they've designed are fantastic but when you ask the kids to design them are unbelievable the things they come back with I've seen a great clip um, just obviously because you're based in the United States Sean I've seen a great clip of a, a scoreboard soccer session at an American summer camp where the scoreboard was a water balloon fight it was amazing the, the, you had the red team against the blue team and you had a big bucket of water balloons at the side of the pitch so you're just playing soccer you're just playing the coach is trying to praise you for something good but when you get asked to come to the scoreboard you grab a water balloon and if you hit someone in the other team that's one now to your team so you kind of have this great footage of these kids playing a soccer game and a water balloon challenge at the same time really competitive to try and win and there's a lot of hidden learning there around being on your toes and scanning and, and, and all this kind of stuff but the main thing is it's just really good fun I'm going to use that one for practice this time I'm going to use this <laughs>
what's one message you'd have for parents of young athletes today? Uh, there, there are people before they're athletes. You know, there, there, there are people first. Um, and and the funny thing is, if you can have a good understanding of that and enjoy that, it's great to meet new people, regardless of what age they are or, or what arena. They, they'll have great stories. They'll have great excitement. You know, they'll have interesting backgrounds. They're, they're people before they're, they're players. And the, the funny thing is, you get more from them as players. This is just my experience and something that I've really invested in the last couple of years and, and, and seen so much benefit to. And when you watch a Amazon documentary or you read a book about the real top, top coaches in, in sport, you know, whether that's Phil Jackson in basketball or Sir Alex Ferguson in soccer, not many of their ex-players are saying, oh, the shooting drills were fantastic, you know, or the passing drills were really, really good. It was about that connection uh, between them, you know, how much they actually put faith in them or respected them. It wasn't, you know, I'm the coach and I'm the, the, the main person here. It was we're both people and we're going to collaborate ideas. I'm going to listen to your opinion. I'm going to ask you how your younger sister is. How was your weekend? There's an expression in, in sport that the, the players would run through a brick wall for you, you know, meaning they would do anything for you. They don't show up on day one of practice and think, well, I'm going to run through a brick wall for this coach. You know, that, that has to be, that respect has to be earned. And it's earned through not just seeing them as little commodities to win sports games, but seeing them as people. And you have loads of listeners, Sean, who work in the real high performing aspects of, of sport. Um, I, I work in the youth development aspect and that's that's one that's really, really crucial for me. They're, they're people uh, before they're players. your message to the young athletes who might be tuning in? I'll, I'll just give the same message I have to, to my players uh, effort over outcome now I, I'm going to I'm going to talk about effort over outcome now because it's something I'm so big on but it's important that your young athletes listening they take a little bit from David Baird on the podcast today they take a little bit from their own coaches they, they take a little bit from their own inner drive and determination and you know not everything I say is the be all and end all but I am huge on effort over outcome but particularly in, in team sports um, I, I don't have a lot of expertise in individual sports but I, I work with loads of players you know I've been coaching for six 16, 17 years now and the ones who value effort you know they're the ones that progress and that's why scoreboard soccer is, is you praise the effort so I genuinely don't care if the ball hits the back of the net if you complete the pass if you dribble by someone if you win the tackle all I'm looking for is you trying to do these things because trying to do them and having the effort to do them properly that's what's going to evolve you and get your skill set better so as coaches if we look at the outcome if someone takes a bad shot and we pick up on that, they're going to be less motivated to shoot again and their shooting's not going to get better. If we shout at them for making a bad pass, they'll lose the confidence to pass. It's not going to get better. So they just need to know that all we're looking for is the effort. We don't focus on the outcome. And I've actually seen the opposite as well. And I think this is important for a lot of athletes listening. The coaches and athletes that focus on positive outcomes, so they are the ones that score all the goals or they are the ones that always complete the passes or get the assists. If you always focus on positive outcomes, that's just as bad because you can breed a lot of complacency. You know, you can get too comfortable and, and too arrogant in your own ability. And that 
boy or girl who's valuing effort, regardless of good or bad outcomes, they're going to leapfrog you. So it's really, really crucial. I've been doing this for a long time. I've seen the ones that are high performing at 10 years old, 11 years old, 12 years old. They focus on the good outcomes that they keep getting and then the player who's focused on effort will, will overtake them. So I'm so big with all my young players Effort over outcome. Genuinely, I'm never looking at outcomes. And that's why in the younger age groups, I, I can't speak for every country, but we, we don't have league tables and we don't keep results. And, and that's just to come full circle, my last point on scoreboard soccer. Uh, I often get a question around the terminology of scoreboard soccer. You know, I thought football wasn't about winning. Why do you call it scoreboard? And I'm like, well, I think it's always about winning. It's just we define what winning looks like. So if if if, if Sean's ten year old boys beat my ten year boys two zero, but my boys, you know, they pick up their water bottles, they shake the referee's hand, they thank the the venue for the game. You know, who are the winners there? So what you have now is you have a scoreboard that's not measuring outcomes. It's measuring effort. It is competitive, but whoever tries their hardest, they're the real winners. That's really great. Well, Coach David Barrett, I'm so uh, thankful that you joined me. Thank you for uh, being a guest and, and all the best of luck with scoreboard soccer and your amazing coaching career. Thank you, Sean. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Winning Is Not Everything. Please make sure to like the podcast and subscribe to the podcast so you can immediately get the latest episode. If you have any comments or questions, visit my website, seankjensen.com and go to the contact page where you can even leave me a voice recording. Winning is not everything, but the three H's to be a real hero in life are hustle, humility, and heart. I'm your host, Sean Jensen, and we'll see you again next time.